And now, Latin American Perspectives with Peter Hakem of the Inter-American Dialogue. The funeral of Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez was a massive celebration of a vitriolic foe of the United States. Virtually every country in the region, including the closest U.S. allies, sent high-level delegations to show their esteem for Chavez, who had campaigned tirelessly to end the U.S. role in the region. The acclaim and praise, though probably not intended as a deliberate snub, suggests a troubling degree of indifference to the United States. Chavez's autocratic rule and reckless spending did not merit such praise. True, he left Venezuelans less poor and unequal than when he came to power in 1999. But many other Latin American nations did the same, or better, and without a huge oil windfall, and without leaving their country's economy in shambles and undoing democratic institutions. Chavez's funeral is not the only reason for unease about Washington's relations with Latin America. Cuban ruler Raul Castro, another determined U.S. adversary, was recently elected to head CELAC, a regional institution that brings together all Latin American and Caribbean nations. And Latin American heads of state have warned Washington that, unless Cuba is included in the hemisphere-wide Summit of the Americas, they would no longer participate. No, Latin Americans have not retreated from democratic rule. It is still the overwhelming regional norm. What they have given up on is the idea of collectively defending democratic practice in countries other than their own. Regional solidarity is now a higher priority than democracy. To be sure, the United States still enjoys highly productive economic ties with most of Latin America, but politically it is drifting further and further apart. Whether Washington can remake the relationship is in question. A sensible reform of U.S. immigration legislation would remove a critical obstacle so would a more flexible approach to drug policy. Even more important, for Washington to regain clout in regional affairs, it must change its policy toward Cuba. Washington cannot continue to ignore the views of every Latin American and Caribbean government, all of whom stand against U.S. efforts to isolate and sanction Cuba. Because U.S. policy is so extreme, no Latin American country is willing to criticize Cuba. Chavez's association with Cuba bought him some of that immunity, with his neighbors leaving him unaccountable for his violations of democracy and human rights. The U.S. has a lot of work to do to prevent such immunity from spreading. <laughs>